Namaste, Eric. Well, well, well. Welcome back, Ty. Thank you. Um, and welcome back to you, too. That this was is, a really uh, good greeting. Thank you. This is uh, episode 65, but episode two of me doing the intro. So uh, welcome to episode two, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is when the podcast officially starts. That mm-hmm. all of the, Everything you heard before was just a prelude. Mm-hmm. It really is a fresh start, if you will. Absolutely. Now we're, now we're thinking fresh. Damn. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and quickly close my other window because, you know, you always run the risk of some homeless drug dealers mm-hmm. uh, creating some havoc outside. Yeah. The bums be acting up this time of day. Yeah. And I didn't even eat Subway. Damn. Um, how can you be homeless and a drug dealer this doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> <laughs> like isn't becoming a drug dealer like the whole point of risking your life to do a job is to become rich at that job mm-hmm. like you really goofed in life if you're like selling drugs and you're like struggling mm-hmm. the whole point of doing illegal shit is to make paper so you if you're not rich. making paper bro just get a get a min-wage job just become a sandwich artist like become a sandwich artist yeah you already know how to tightly roll the flatbread (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah like what's up with that like if you're risking your life you might as well be you know behind the sneeze guard Mm -hmm. both your patrons are concerned with the um how many grams they're getting (laughs) Mm -hmm. would you rather um roll the dice as a you know chinatown drug dealer or minimum wage at subway uh working next to our guy toasty Damn, it's a good question. I feel like neither get along with cops. I also feel like <laughs> what do you neither... mean? Subway's a Blue Lives Matter establishment. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I guess I have seen photos of like um, a lot of a lot of the alt right taking <laughs> their fist bumping their artists. It's the yeah. only time that they support the arts. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's a it's an open carry environment, regardless mm-hmm. of what state you're in. Yeah, you either got a gun on the patron side or a missile on the artist side. <laughs> WMD. Damn. Um, so what would you rather? I think I would uh, hedge my bets and I would go with drug dealer. I think that drug dealers have a like a better rep in society. They're like it's more notable as like um, <laughs> just as, as a career path. There's a there's a higher ceiling. <laughs> for sure <laughs> you don't have to climb the corporate ladder you don't gotta yeah you know like you what you gotta be a key holder like a, that's, <laughs> that's your dream <laughs> no man your wow. dream is to hold have a whole like escobar-esque kind of setup going get your own island yeah we're not holding keys at subway we're holding keys uh of coke if you know what i'm saying yeah. um so- kilos that is but you know what um i'm with you but you know what i do think that our you know loyal friendly uh neighborhood sandwich artists are two drug dealers in a sense because you know that sweet sticky uh sweet onion sauce Mm -hmm. once it gets on your on your fingers and on your palate it's it's hard to shake let me tell you i'm having withdrawals Mm -hmm. as we speak Mm -hmm. me too my mouth is getting dry and my hands are getting clammy (laughs) the the, the moisture dispersion along across my body is all off (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know, once you start experimenting with the way and mm-hmm. you feel that true feeling of freedom, creative freedom, no no constraints, you know, it's a hard feeling to uh, 
go back from. It really is. And like, yeah, you, uh, from a, like an actual like nutritional perspective, you have like that, that honey mustard sauce is just keeping your body regulated. It's mm-hmm. like an all, it's an all day caffeine hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then from like, just like a mental performance perspective, mm-hmm. you need that, that Liberty, that creative freedom to, mm-hmm. uh, help you feel alive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I can imagine how, you know, a long time user of subway, um, would walk into the crooked keyword establishment and then scoff at the menu and say, what, I can't customize this. This, mm-hmm. this is how it, how it goes. This is a mm-hmm. this is a restaurant almost identical to Subway, but it's pre baked menu. It's like you can only just choose one through six or whatever. Can you believe mm-hmm. that tie in twenty twenty one? It's barbaric. Wow! Like for all the Subway patrons out there, just wait till you unlock cooking at home. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly, uh, you know the most freedom you'll ever have in your life is cooking at home because it can mm-hmm. be good, it can be shit, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck you want it to be. You can even make just a freaking PB and J and you are in complete control. You are the sandwich artist chefing yeah. it up. Do you, when you cook at home tight, do you ever just like feel extremely lazy and say like, fuck it. I don't even care how good this is. Like, I'm just going to rip through this. <laughs> just like you make dinner. It's like you already won because you made dinner for yourself. That's more than most people do. So mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The bar is very low. It's the act of cooking. That is the, um, the reward or i guess the medal mm-hmm. so I, I totally do that and that's why we take a ton of shortcuts in the kitchen that's why a few episodes ago we talked about the one pan egg sandwich <laughs> like i don't know do you do you really need to wash your vegetables in all my days at Sub, like visiting subway i've never once seen them wash a vegetable so why Holy do i need fuck. to wow you're so right and you know all vegetables now come triple washed or so they claim like mm-hmm. my my baby kale right now like am i really gonna wash it a fourth time it's like i will i will point do you just like wash it too many times you strip all the nutrients from it right uh yeah or like flavors <laughs> i don't know i just know that it's cleaner than me and i am very clean yeah I'm squeaky exactly. clean eric i'm squeaky this clean uh, this guy's got marvis mouthwash draped all over him wow hard pivot there uh i need <laughs> to tell you a little bit about marvis mouthwash let's hear it you okay, just got your so- amazon order right yeah, a few days ago. So for the listeners, I uh, foreshadowed this a few episodes ago, but I've been looking for ways to eliminate that sweet onion tang from my lips after mm-hmm. a foot-long meal. So we've we've been experimenting with mouthwashes here over at Think Fresh Podcast. Um, I just polished off my Aesop bottle, so I'm dipping into Marvis. I'd wow. say it was it was quite the experience, Eric. It's quite a small bottle it's like the size of like your eight ounce capucho at um your fourth wave coffee shop <laughs> and the bottle itself is quite ornate it would sit really nicely next to like a versace perfume as opposed to say like a chanel number no. five which has a bit more of a minimalist minimalist packaging mm. um so looks good on the counter but it is decadent uh let's get into the actual fluid though eric okay so i, I want to tell you three things that make marvis mouthwash interesting one the texture it's a lot thicker viscosity so when you're like when you're like moving it around your mouth you can really feel it like sticking to your mouth um yeah which is i thought was quite compelling because of that it it almost like feels like it's coating your mouth much like the um 
like the the oils in your fourth wave coffee. It's there's more overlap with coffee here than I thought. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's like doing a swig of fish oil, uh, you know, once at once an evening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say it's like similar to the texture of sweet onion, actually. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But it also has. And do you swallow it? (laughs) Are you a swallower? Please, you asked. Um, I am not a swallower. I spit. And (laughs) after the spit, is this this is point number two, Eric, okay. is that this mouthwash sticks around. It might be because of viscosity, the layering of the inside of your mouth hole. Uh, but it doesn't matter if you rinse a bunch, that flavor hangs around. It is a very strong mint flavor and it just feels like mm. it coats you. So mm-hmm. I really liked that about it because I felt like I have kind of an all day freshness. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. third and final thing that was important for me to tell you about Marvis mouthwash this podcast, by the way, is no way affiliated or sponsored by Marvis, is that yeah. the flavor is very intense. It's just a strong, cool mint, but not like in a Listerine, like punch you in the face way. It's more like an undertone, like a, like a, like a, a how a cocktail kind of hits you at like a nice bar. Wow. This is, mm-hmm. this sounds fantastic because mm-hmm. one of the most annoying things, there's two annoying things that are kind of related, but um, either it's not strong enough which mm-hmm. is annoying, but it could also be too strong. And when it is too strong, it's usually like in the wrong way. It's like, feels very dental, like, like a medicinal almost. You're like, I don't want this flavor to linger around, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know? So if it's like a nice, uh, you know, strong mint flavor from Arvis that's hanging around your mouth, I think that's a great, uh, it's a great move, Ty. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So you, because of the like intensity of it, you don't need much. Like it'll coat you up. You just need a little dollop, like a, like a teaspoon of it will carry you through the day. Wow. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And would you say the bottle is small enough for you to conceal in your, um, Sakai jacket or no? Uh, so this is where, uh, the, the good things stop while the bottle is small and concealable. The lid isn't, it doesn't have a screw on lid of any sort. So it's very easy to spill if it leaves your counter. So it's it's gonna have to sit with up there with the with the uh, perfumes, mm, right next to the cactus jack by Rito Kendall. I got you mm, precisely. Wow. So so is it a is it a cop or a drop? It's a cop. I would one hundred percent recommend this mouthwash, and I'd love for you to take it for a spin. Get your chompers of feeling that up, and let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the real tooth tooth heads out there, is it does it contain fluoride? That I didn't even check. <laughs> I'm I'm a brand whore, Eric. <laughs> wow. I don't care about the specs. So am I, and that's the only reason why I have two different mouthwashes <laughs> that I both use regularly. Incredible. Um, yeah, this is something I want to get into with you, actually. Um, why do Whole Foods type beat brands of dental products like toothpaste and mouthwash? They mm-hmm. all advertise fluoride free on the like very prominently on the label. Is mm-hmm. is a uh, do like non-GMO like people also like think fluoride is bad for them or something? Like what's the mm-hmm. deal with that? Is it bad for the environment? Is it supposed to be bad for me? Because my dentist told me to get one with fluoride and I can't mm-hmm. find it at Whole Foods where I shop. It's pissing mm-hmm. me off. Mm-hmm. That's why I have to go to Amazon for my Listerine. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Coming through. And Amazon owns Whole Foods. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> it sounds what like a, a conspiracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I am unfamiliar with 
whether or not fluoride is good for you. I had imagined there's fluoride in my sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they clean like swimming pools with it in uh, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Texans have very, um, very clean skin. Yeah. Uh, so with all that said, use code FRESH at checkout when you buy a, <laughs> you buy a Marvis mouthwash, guys. Damn. Um, yeah, take that for a rip. And Marvis, yeah. if anyone from your team is listening, I'd love to try your toothpaste sample set. So yeah, send, send that us, our way. Oh, yeah. Marvis, send us the bag. Uh, and by bag, I mean the flight of different you know, mm-hmm. toothpaste. I'd love to give that a go. I just ran out of my whitening toothpaste Damn. and uh, instead of waiting a week for my Amazon package to arrive, I had to cop um, a tea tree one from Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> and you guessed it, there's no fluoride in it. Damn, so give me some fluoride. I know. I'm trying to fight these cavities and I can't do that with tea tree oil. Man, it's crazy. Like thinking about owning a flight of toothpaste makes me like more fully torqued than it should. <laughs> yeah yeah i want a different flavor for each day of the week so like i can complement it with my sandwich choice that day like if mm-hmm. i get a sweet onion sauce sandwich you know i'm gonna want to maybe hit that with like a harder mint to cut mm-hmm. through the sweetness mm-hmm. um or maybe even like a like a licorice type like you know something to really just like con- contrast the sweetness of the sweet onion sauce absolutely eric if i got like some south chipotle southwest or like something with a bit of heat you want that that cool mint coming through afterwards when you brush up in the office yeah you really want to like settle down your taste buds you know on the way back to the office Mm -hmm. Um, calm down buddies yeah easy now you know uh i wouldn't be surprised if marvis had like a small carry carrying size Mm -hmm. mouthwash uh much like aesop they have a little little guy for travel Mm -hmm. which you know which is quite a cool moment when you're like standing outside your workplace and you're taking a swig from like a tiny little Aesop bottle and you're like spinning it right at the front door mm-hmm. <laughs> on the ground. It's like this dog's pissing and you're just like spitting your Aesop mouthwash in there. It's pretty fucking awesome. Damn, what a vibe. I do love, yeah. I love, as much as I love the ritual of ordering my footlong sandwich, I love the ritual of eliminating any reference of it from my body, my mouth, my scent, my clothes, mm-hmm. my Absolutely. persona. Yeah, what what uh, what happens at Subway stays at Subway. Yeah, you can go into Subway and you become an animal. You know, you are there at the line. You are getting whatever you want. You're making decisions you mm-hmm. never would in front of other people. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. You're just a lonely guy there. It's just lunch. Once you yeah. leave, you're a different person. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, Subway's kind of like the Uber driver at the end of a crazy night. Like, like you know, you want to share your experiences with them, but you don't want to tell them your name. You don't want to tell them where you work. Mm-hmm. They're just like very temporary in your lives, but somebody mm-hmm. you can really share a nice, genuine moment with. And, you know, we've already made the comparison that, you know, your sandwich artist is basically like your Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Their job is just <laughs> to take you from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Make some and... small conversation along the way, crack mm-hmm. a couple of jokes, ask them where they're from. And that's mm-hmm. basically it. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, they get a tip and you get a good story. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if the sandwich artist is, you know, too preoccupied, you know, they're really hustling, trying to get the ingredients on your sandwich at the right cadence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, somebody that could fill that role would be a greeter at Subway. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that, you know, at Subway, no one greets you at the door. Um, the McDonald's close to where I live has a security guard. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a similar thing. 
yeah, would you Subway like to see somebody opening the door for you at Subway? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like where your head's at here, Eric. I think that the jo- you can create your own job. You have already proven through two episodes <laughs> that you are an excellent greeter at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So I think you are um, primed for this new role. But you're right. I'm, I'm not saying I should do it. <laughs> uh, I think you should do it. Perhaps I would think about it. I'd have to look at the roles and responsibilities. McDonald's mm-hmm. does have security guards. Yeah. Uh, Walmart has uh, people there. Yeah. Um, our, uh, clubs got bouncers. Mm-hmm. So they all have like a di- like every industry has its own niche of greeter. So mm-hmm. what what kind of qualities is a subway greeter supposed to have? Um. You know, somebody who can keep their mouth shut is one. You know, if I if I am <laughs> in there and I'm and I'm going hog wild with the sauces mm-hmm. and you know maybe going double steak and cheese, mm-hmm. then I don't want my boss to find out. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so so a greeter should keep their damn opinion to themselves. Yeah, keep your damn opinion to yourself. Be there as a sounding board for when I'm uh, you know potentially stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and you know. Keep the keep whatever foul things I do uh, mm-hmm. within the walls of the way. Mm-hmm. Much like doctor patient confidentiality, your artist mm-hmm. and your greeter should respect the relationship that you have with them, and yeah. not and keep secret anything that happens in that way. Because when you walk out of there, you're yeah. a different person. We already we've already established that. Wow, I just realized the only employees at a subway are artists. <laughs> <laughs> so, an so at any given time side. everybody in the subway is an artist that's working there Damn. so does that mean it's an artist owned company much like title wow no nah, <laughs> man title's now owned by jack dorsey what actually as of today yeah as of today are you joking you gotta get on the news man <sighs> too busy uh, dreaming about sandwiches today i couldn't i couldn't hop on twitter I do love the idea of everybody in this franchise being an artist. The customer, the artist themselves, the the, the greeter. There's this like sense is, is this a meetup of sorts? <laughs> wow, the meetup.com. It's a studio maybe? Mhm. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of a meetup because, you know, you're you're kind of going in, you're all exchanging ideas, you're being inspired by the people in front of you in line. Um, and you're inspiring the people behind you. So mm-hmm. it really is an exchange of information. And uh, because everybody at Subway is single, there's a lot of networking happening as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of mingling. Potential, a lot of potential to have networking happen. Yep, that is um, more accurate. You can literally just sit down beside someone because guaranteed there's an open chair in there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you can go in, ask them how their sub is. Learn you know, a little bit about what contact. it's like to work at a construction site. Yeah, or get their gamer tag, either one. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I think, like, <laughs> the other thing that's kind of artistic about, uh, like, it, it is reminiscent of, like, an artist studio because, not just because of there's, like, splatters of food all over the floors and walls, much like an, an art studio, but also there's this aspect of, like, still life drawing. It kind of feels like a still life drawing class because you look <laughs> up at the menu and you see... A representation of what you want to achieve there's like there's the bmt right in front of you beautiful mm-hmm. photo 
it has some ingredients already in there. So now it's your job to try to replicate. So you cast your brush stroke, you apply the, the meats, you put it in the toaster, and you continue mm -hmm. to look up at that beautiful North Star on the menu board <laughs> and think, wow, that's what I'm trying to achieve. It's just like a still life drawing class mm -hmm. without the, the, the butts. Without the butts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and another POV could be like you're, you're directing your sandwich artist to do the same, but the North Star is behind them. So you have you have to play Pictionary with them and describe the sandwich, the North Star behind them, which they can't see, mm -hmm. um, and tell them, hey, put some lettuce on that thing. Wow. <laughs> I actually order my sandwich with the same frantic, like, panicked energy in which I play Pictionary. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of time here. <laughs> like, just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to draw the vision in my mind through mm -hmm. my sandwich artist whose hands are touching the sandwich it'd be so much easier if i could just get in mm -hmm. there with my own hands you know yeah exactly just tear that um, thing apart yeah and the end result is much like they are blindfolded um so mm -hmm. there you go mm -hmm. uh going back to the greeter job description so the only thing you care about mm -hmm. in a greeter is their uh confidentiality absolutely you know i don't care what they look like whether or not they can physically open the door. Uh, I just want someone to say hi. <laughs> See, I would love somebody to open the door for me. When I'm walking in the subway, I'm about to get my hands dirty. And I'm talking mm -hmm. like four sauces on the fingers. And I'm going to be licking. I'm going to be licking my <laughs> fingers. I'm going to be just like slurping all of that stuff off. It's a very like... It's a very visceral, very tactile experience. And I'm going to be using my whole body. So when I walk wow. up to the subway, the last thing I want to do is touch some germ-ridden door handle before I enter that mm -hmm. establishment. My goal is to, like, keep myself in isolation. I'm going to, I'm going to tap my card. I'm not, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to punch it through the hole. Or I'm not paying cash. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not getting a bag. I don't want to eliminate touch spots. This is pre-COVID mm -hmm. and post. Mm -hmm. if i have to take out the aesop rinse free hands wash right before the meal so be it but even like i don't want that bergamot rind messing with my de decadent and delicate sauce pairings <laughs> wow yeah you wouldn't want it to ruin your nut no so <laughs> <laughs> oh crap yeah the, the, the gentle orange rind scent really ruined my sandwich today put me out yeah. of the mood yeah so, um, so I want an artist to open, or a greeter to open the door for me. I love how far you took that idea, and I love it, Ty. Uh, you know, you've you've convinced me. I think a greeter—that's probably the only thing they have to do—is open the door for you. Um, maybe even walk you to the spot on the line. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Much yep. like a club, you know, if you come through with the you know high-end utility belt, mm -hmm. then maybe you can cut in front of some people and say like excuse me this guy needs business he owns mm -hmm. the construction site uh, mm -hmm. he's wearing a suit and a hard hat so that's how you know he's manager of his place mm -hmm. yeah i love it when like uh you roll up to cactus club shout out to rob oh. Beanie, and like your server <laughs> takes you to the table they don't just they don't just point at the mm -hmm. table you should go to they they take mm -hmm. you there and make sure you're set up for success um mm -hmm. subway is notoriously difficult in the fast food industry for wayfinding Mm -hmm. as you know like where where does the line start what side of the the line do i order from do i go to mm -hmm. the register 
the newcomer is always fucking it up? <laughs> These are all great questions. And, but you know what that reminds me of though, is how whenever I go to Catholic club with somebody, I always make sure to let them through first. Mm. so that when we walk to the table i'm walking behind them that way the server is talking to them and not me mm. like i hate how they make such an effort to talk to you while you're walking to the table and then they're doing one of these like they're craning their neck behind mm-hmm. so they can like still walk straight but also mm. look at you and talk yep and then with the masks on these days it's like almost impossible to hear them because they're talking forward with the mask on and you're like what like my it, day is fine <laughs> there really is no point like I yeah. completely agree. Like all hostesses have this like owl like flexibility in their neck to yeah. rotate 180 degrees to ask you uh, if you have plans after this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to tonight? Yeah. yeah. Like I know you don't care. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a celebrity walking in. You're asking me what I'm doing because you're trying to smash, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, every you- single time they're asking me, like, oh, well, how would you do guys do today? It's like, what do you think? Like, I went to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what same I mean? Thing, like, same thing everybody does every day. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just a pointless thing. You can tell how forced it is. I think that's probably my problem with it. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, were a hostess, yeah. Eric, let's imagine, <laughs> let's imagine a, a, a another, hostess, right. another reality. You are a hostess. No, better yet, you are the subway hostess. <laughs> you have your tool yes. belt laden patron walk through the door yeah. and it is your responsibility to ensure they are set up for success in line and they understand today's sandwich of the day mm-hmm. wow you know, you know what if uh you know a really high profile client uh happened to walk in um and had the a leaks uh belt you know the, with the strap on mm-hmm. <laughs> i would uh i might even slide them some coupons for your favorite i always keep uh yeah i always keep a little uh paper clipped stack of a rubber band stack shout out ti of Mm -hmm. uh coupons in my back pocket and just like slip one out and give them to them Mm, yeah you'd be everyone's favorite greeter when you're like throwing those two for ones around oh yeah and you already know if the line's long and you know you're in a lunch rush then you might have to slide me a you know quick benjamin just to get to the front of the line mm-hmm. and johnny a as we call them in canada yeah is that a 10 though yeah there's gonna be more than that dude you're gonna need 10 10 johnnies damn dude you think you think a subway patron's actively packing 10 johnny a's if you want to be you want to get in quick and get out quick then if you're worried about being at subway for too long then you probably got a few johnnies on you <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah uh, and alternatively, you know, if you are looking like somebody that we don't need at Subway, like, you know, you're, you know, maybe uh, you look like you're too good for the place, mm-hmm. then it's going to cost you a little extra to get in. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, I might overcharge you even. And if you say no, then great. If you say yes, even better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. You got, you're controlling the front door. You are actually controlling the demographic of Subway as the greeter. Yeah. You could actually mm-hmm. change the brand for good. Yeah. Who knew that bouncers were the real influencers? Can you imagine like a year from now and the only people that patron Subway are like TikTok hotties and people dripping in Ali's clothing? And it's all because of you, Eric. That would not only make my life, but it would make this podcast a huge success. <laughs> <laughs> it would be if, all if worth if it. only man. TikTok hotties go to Subway from now on. That would be like... That should be our goal for this podcast, actually, to improve the demographic of Subway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We 
gotta start posting. Uh, we gotta start posting some half Asian cuties on our feed just to attract mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I'm munching on their six inches. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that is the goal, Eric, is to uh, change the perception of Subway. We're just a couple, a couple like culturally sensitive guys that are um, culturally sensitive. Old, are we are aware of the potential this fine establishment has this institution Mm -hmm. is capable of and Mm -hmm. we want to bring that to our diverse network of influential people Mm -hmm. you know we are well connected in the media world now um so yeah we just want our a-list friends to look at subway in a new light um Mm -hmm. john mayer voice Mm -hmm. you know what yeah musicians the, the 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 actors are a little bit different but like we got to take Subway back for the artists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we need some real creators up in this up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Like what? I want to see what John Mayer does when he like pulls back the sleeves of his Visbum jacket and like unstraps his Rolex and gets his hands to work on mm-hmm. a Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly what we need. Um, but in the meantime, Ty, it's just you, me, sandwich artist, and one very dull knife. <laughs> Damn, it is dull. Do we do we want to get into that? I think we do. I think they should just <laughs> fucking tear the sandwich. They should just tear the foot long in half. They're already holding it. Why don't why do they even grab the knife at the end? Because Ty, when you rip a salami sandwich, this might work with your cursed falafel, but when you do that with a salami sandwich, you always pull out one of the salamis by accident. <laughs> Damn, that's a good point. Yeah, good. cutting salami when it's already in a sandwich, bro, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a lot of fallen troops if that was the case. Oh, yeah. I will Black say, though, the floor. here's a thought. So let's say you tear the sandwich in half at the end of the line with your hands. So now the sandwich never left your hands. You prepared it with your hands. You teared it with your hands. You could even, in one fluid movement bag the sandwich too because you're wearing a rubber glove which you're gonna remove anyways what if while you're <laughs> holding each six inch of sandwich you grab the like the I knew hem of the glove there. and pull it inside out over the sandwich and then you got this kind of like condom-esque like wrapper what? around each six inch and you can then you you could just like hand the customer two like six inch little baggies that used to be your your gloves of your sandwich wow pegged it and bagged it all in one clean gesture wow it's much like picking up some dog shit you like fold the glove inside out when you pick it up (laughs) (laughs) you just pick up the sandwich like with two fingers and you just like fold your glove over it like Mm. here you go sir here's Mm. your dog shit it keeps all everything's contained in there you save mm-hmm. on packaging. Mm-hmm. This is a gold star move, Eric. This is this is a gold star move. You're right. We don't. You wouldn't even need those sub savers from episode four. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to episode four. That's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. We'll um, take those off our OnlyFans wish list. Yeah. True. Um, wow, bro, we had that. <laughs> I, I had random frying pans arriving at the door. I, don't, I had no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> Was that why I kept getting like? Uh, Tupperware's a bathwater? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lightly salted with Epsom salt. Oof. Wow. Well, Ty, it's been another roller coaster of an episode. And, uh, you know, 
we're recording this a day early because big tie here is uh calling in sick tomorrow <laughs> it's vacation day you know the grind we've been um in really an album mode lately with this podcast so mm-hmm. feels good to step away from the studio for a bit and yeah. hang with the fam yeah ty's actually uh when he says fam he means the uh the workers out in china at the warehouse where they're designing our new merch mm-hmm. ty's actually getting a covid test as we speak and he's uh gonna fly to china tomorrow and mm-hmm. uh, report back on what's happening back there yeah, Shenzhen's really coming through with some grade A Gildan sweaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty, Ty. Well, you have a blessed weekend. <laughs> you too. Namaste, Eric. <laughs>